All right, here we are today, and I am back here podcasting with my good friend Keith, who I like to call Pitmaster Keith because he always uh, helps me with the fire at the barbecue, and then he also helps me write all my stories. By the way, that this is scriptwriter Steve, but then I, could, I guess it's going to be called Pitmaster Steve too. Yeah, sometimes. you can be called Pitmaster Steve. <laughs> so we're going to talk about a few things today. Um, one is going to be Wonder Woman '84. Um, what is the number two? Um, um, uh, Fat, Man. Fat Man. Yeah, Fat Man. Fat Man, that other movie there. And any other movies? Is that it? Is it? I think those are the two that okay. we most recently saw. Okay, yeah. We didn't see these in the movies. We saw these over at my house. Um, f- saw Fat Man on Prime and Wonder Woman 84 on uh, HBO, HBO Max. Max. And um, so we both are kind of, we're both agree- agreeable in our opinion about these, mm-hmm. right? We, we kind of talked about this off podcast. And then we'll also talk about some politics that have been happening, um, I guess, here in America and give our opinion on that too. So here we go. So why don't we start off with, um, well, why don't we start off with Fat Boy? Fat, fat man. man. Fat Boy. Fat, fat Man, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Fat Man. Okay, go ahead, Keith. Yeah, uh, what's your opinion that, on that? Fat Man was a very different take on a Santa Claus. If Santa Claus was a real-life person, had to pay taxes, had to pay pay bills. How how would how would he take care of these things in real life? It was a, I would say it was a fairly good story. It starred um, what was his name? Mel Gibson. Mel Gibson. Yeah, Mel Gibson. And then, of course, they have to be politically correct in some areas. They have a black um, Mrs. Claus. Yeah, that, I that, that, that kind of threw me for a little loop there. Yeah, I had never. Yeah, that kind of really threw me threw me for a loop. Again, we have nothing against black women or nope. anything like that, but usually Mrs. Claus is white. Yes. Right. I wouldn't want to see an Asian Mrs. Claus. That would be strange too. Or an Asian Santa Claus. And by the way, we're Asian. Yeah. We may sound white, but we're Asian. Very, so, very yeah. Asian. Yeah, we're very Asian. So, um, not trying to be racist at all. We don't have a racist bone in our body. <laughs> People are going to, they're going to immediately, immediately jump to, hey, Keith, 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 a, Keith's a racist. Yeah, Keith is a racist. He has a problem with black people because he said Mrs. Claus was black. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Did you hear about it? People are going to boycott this podcast yeah. right away. I just started up and just ruined it entirely for me. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, if we offended anybody out there, we're very yep. sorry, but that's not our intent. Yes. We just got to, just one of those things that we're like, really? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, but here, here's the thing. When I saw her, I didn't think she was Mrs. Claus yeah. because she was black. Because Mrs. Claus is supposed to be white. Exactly. So I think, why, why is she a black? I, mean, I had to kind of like, you know, say, okay, all right. Okay. You know? It's and, possible. I, don't, I yeah. can see it, I guess. Yeah. I wish they would have explained it too. Did she have superpowers? She did have superpowers, didn't she? Yeah, she she kind of did. She was she had Mrs. I guess she had kind of immortality. like. Um, yeah, Mr. she got Santa shot Claus. in the back. Yeah, she got shot in the back and she healed pretty quickly. Yeah. I think she healed better than Santa Claus did. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she got she got shot in the back pretty good over there. Yeah. She was bleeding and then she was okay after. Yeah. You know, it would be really cool if they explained why, you know, Santa Claus and Mrs. Well, Claus would like had immortality other than their just love of giving. Yeah. I thought that was that was something I said. They, they, they could have explained a little they bit more. They could have explained it a lot better. Um, yeah. And why he survived getting shot in the eye. Yeah. Now, I do think, you may disagree with this one, I do think his eye will come back. You think so? You think so? But all, he has all these scars all over his body. That's also true. You, th- you would think if he had perfect healing and, you know, because he's a supernatural being, he wouldn't have any scars. At the end, he drank that fentanyl and that yeah. milk. That, and that was enough to kill, yeah, well, that would, kill, kill a cow. Yeah, that was a lot of fentanyl. <laughs> right? 
and he just said, mm, fentanyl, yeah. good way to go, right? Yeah, exactly. And he just drank it up there and didn't affect him at all. No. Nope. And in a very short time, he was walking around again. Yeah. Right. Well, he did have superhuman strength. He does. He's really strong. Yeah, you saw him lift up with that crate that yeah. looked like it probably weighed about a ton. Yeah. Three or four guys couldn't lift it off the ground. <laughs> so again, you know, these things are, are really good for discussions and what ifs and whatnot and all that, which could probably be answered in, you know, a number two version if they ever made one. Yeah. Right. And, and maybe if maybe if they made it, you know, Fat Man 2 wouldn't be as good. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I would like to see one in yeah. a way. Could, I'd like to see if his eye came back. <laughs> <laughs> they, they made him more down and gritty. Yeah. I really like that. Yeah, yeah. He wasn't all jolly. They kind of took um, Krampus, Krampus, excuse me, and Santa Claus and rolled him into one. They yeah. Made him kind of a badass Santa. <laughs> yeah. Now, when I saw this, now, when I first told you about Fat Man, you didn't know anything about it, right? right? No. It's... So you didn't see any previews? No, I didn't. No, I mean, I saw it on Prime, but I didn't, you know, yeah. actually look into it. I was like, what the heck is Fat Man? <laughs> yeah, so I heard, heard about it through um, a guy who worked at the supermarket, and... Um, he told me, well, you got to watch this. This is like, a, you know, Superman goes around hunting kids. <laughs> and I was like, what? And he's like, yeah. He's like, Bruce Willis is like diehard. And he's going to go like take a shotgun to kids. I'm like, well, no, kids can't be. Right. And then, but, the, but the, the trailers made it look as though it was, <laughs> it was kind of like that. Like Santa is back and, he, and he's out to punish the naughty. And so the, the trailer was really bad. But, yeah. but, but the movie is nothing like that. Um, it's, it's just a very... Somewhat realistic take to what if Santa Claus did, you know, live in America and, and went through all the kind of struggles of a regular American of paying their bills, um, being overly generous and uh, being subsidized by the government in this case. Yep. Right. And meeting quotas. And also on top of that, dealing with, I guess that, you know, for the fact that kids are just getting a lot more offended and um, naughty. Not, more naughty than anything else. Um, they're they're more, more wild these days than... Mm -hmm. Almost any other days prior. I mean, look what you had in um, the mainland recently where all the rioting. Yeah, yeah. Kids burning down stores. <laughs> yeah. They, burning down Wednesdays. <laughs> they're, they're, like they're like looting the Target. Yes. Yeah, you know, I wish they would have touched upon that part. Oh, too. yeah. I'm not sure if this was filmed before then or not. I'm not sure when this was filmed. No, it had to have been after because oh, it yeah. looked pretty... Recent. It would be interesting to learn with that. But that was, I think that was really well made. Um, I gave it, I gave it one of my highest grades. I gave it like a, an A, close to an a, close to an A plus. Now, Keith is going to give his score, but with a warning, he never gives any Anything movies an A. An a. Yeah. I, I gave it a high B, B plus. That is really good. For me, that's that's very high. Holy I, I, like smokes. I said, I've never given an A to any movie. There's even no, an A minus. Even, well, I've given an A minus okay. once. But it has to be one of those wow. Easter egg movies, man. <laughs> okay, wow. What what was an A minus movie for you? I don't know. I kind of like Ready Player One, but oh, okay, okay, no, that's a good movie. No, no, Ready Player One is really good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Wow. So yeah. So there we go. We got a good passing grade from Keith. You got a good passing grade from me. Uh, it's not one of those free movies. Maybe eventually it will be. It's still very cheap. Yeah, it was seven ninety nine on Amazon. If it's still that price, I I, I bought it. It was seven ninety nine. Oh, you bought, bought it already? It too, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because so you bought it after you saw it. I bought it after I saw it. I enjoyed it. Wow, that's that's saying something. It, it, it's like a good Christmas movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like how Die Hard's a really good. Yeah, Christmas it's kind movie. of a die. It's kind of a Die Hard and Santa Claus rolled into one. <laughs> yeah, except Santa Claus isn't John McClane. No, 
All right. So um, I wanted to talk about, before we move on to Wonder Woman, I want to talk about the main antagonist, who I think was the kid. Yeah, now, I'm the not kid sure if, was the main antagonist. Yeah, and Bill, his name is Billy Wenin, Wenin or something, something like that. that. Yeah. And he's a spoiled rich brat from a father who just <laughs> is never there. Grazed by his grand, rich grandmother. Yeah. And he's just this really he, evil he's, little shit. He, he's acted really that that he that kid that can kid act. was evil man. Oh, but that kid can act. That kid though. can act. Oh, he was believable. Hundred percent believable. The character is hundred percent believable because it's based upon a real character. Now I kind of talk about this on my website, scriptwriter Steve, about the personality behavior, but we're not we're not really going to talk about that. But um, I want to kind of parallel that to like. Um, uh, I'm going to get a little nerdy on here, Keith, but it's the Type 3 Achiever yeah. we're telling about. The rich. So Type 3 Achiever is kind of like a, a Tony Stark, rich person, or guys who are always obsessed, obsessed with accolades, winning um, their image. He has to be the best. Has to be the best. A win at all means a lot of times, but very um, charismatic, and they're a very good con artist. And this kid, he conned everyone. Yeah, oh he yeah. Made, yeah, and then he was, you know, he had the respect of everyone. Even the assassin, he had the respect of the assassin. You know the right, yeah. And, and he conned his grandmother. He conned everyone there yeah, into he liking him. Every single buddy person. Yeah. So um, now we go to, over to Wonder Woman. Their main character, Maxwell Lord, is a Type Three, but it's written unrealistically, and it's horrible. And it's a horrible antagonist because it's so weak. This kid, Billy Weenan, was a, it's a really good antagonist. Yeah. And like I said before, like you know, your movie has to be, you know, propelled by your antagonist because everyone else is just reactionary. And this kid was a better written antagonist than Maxwell Lord over in Wonder Woman. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Wonder Woman is... Yeah. So that'll, pro that'll provide us a segue into Wonder yeah. Woman 84. Okay, so uh, we saw Wonder Woman 84. Um, Keith, how'd you like the first one? The first one was, I'd give it a solid C+. Plus, maybe, okay. Maybe, maybe week B. Okay, great. A good movie. Good movie. You like, so you liked yeah, it? Yeah, I liked it. It, okay. it was watchable. And, and now, Wonder Woman 84... Maybe a strong D. Okay. Yeah, I give it maybe a C minus. You know, it was somewhat. I think it was watchable. It was watchable purely just, because it's Gal Gadot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it was great to look yeah. at. Yeah, Gal Gadot is incredibly beautiful. Yes. And you're just admiring the beauty on the screen. You're like, wow, that's. Yeah. You know, you know, God does bless a lot of other people. God is not fair. No, it's <laughs> yeah. not. No. He's, not, he's definitely not fair. I mean, some people get all the good looks. <laughs> I mean, Gal Gadot definitely got, you know, the hand of God, like, tossed toward her. <laughs> he's like, all right, we'll make Gal Gadot. That's, like, that's a nice piece of art there. <laughs> Have to uh, say all of that. The storyline was very loose, if anything. I mean, I, I could see where it was going. It was just, they could have done a lot better. It could have been done a lot more, a lot better. Um, in one of my previous podcasts before this, and you probably have caught it, talk about plot holes and loopholes, and they're all just different screenwriting terms. Um, you know, in Keith here, he loves to find plot plot holes or holes. Period. Holes. Period. And by the, I think by the time we we finished watching this, before the end of the movies, he started like yelling out some holes. Yeah. <laughs> I said, "Wait, we're not right down to the movie yet." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I said, "No, Keith, we have to wait to the end." He goes, "No, I've already found a few." <laughs> like that. It's, it's not even. I wasn't even looking for them. It was just glaring, so glaring. Yeah. So the question here is that is Wonder Woman as bad as the Last Jedi? No. The, okay. Okay. Not quite. Not quite. Right. 
Not not quite as that because Last Jedi is one of the worst movies the worst, of all time. Uh, well, yeah. I think Blackest King is the one of the worst, worst movie of all time. Yes. There's no storyline. It's not understandable. Yeah. And then Last Jedi is bad because it's not canon to folklore <laughs> and has holes in it and it's just horribly made. Yeah. Hor- horribly made. And then you know, Rise of Skywalker is not far behind. No. Right? Well, at least Rise of Skywalker is watchable and it yeah. actually has a beginning, middle, and end. Yeah. Whereas um, Last Jedi was just a long freaking chase scene that went nowhere. Yeah. So there's a lot of things over there in Wonder Woman, you know, the plot holes that we found. Um, I'll start. You know, you know uh, overall, the movie, I gave it a C minus. I think I may have, maybe because I was stuck in a pandemic, I may have given it a higher grade than it deserves. Uh, it's, you know, I wanted to like it. Yeah, I wanted to like it too. I would watch it again mainly because it's yeah. Wonder Woman. I did watch it again because you know, I had to like show my mom how to use HBO Max. Right. And I <laughs> casted it over my phone. My TV, by the way, it doesn't have the HBO Max app, so I had to cast it on my phone, so I had to watch it again with my mom because my phone was there. <laughs> it's just like, oh boy. And my mom didn't like it. Oh, wow, really? My mom, yeah. My mom was ready to watch. She was getting mad watching it. She was almost getting, what, what is that word? A- anger? No, rage quit. Rage quit. Yeah, she was almost ready to rage quit that movie. My dad didn't care for it that, with, oh, that much either. Yeah. So. Yeah. Overall, I heard that it got bad reviews. Except if you're a professional movie critic. Yeah, except if you're, yeah. Yeah. You know, Fat Man got, from the professional movie critics, got a very low grade. Really? Yeah. They thought it was like, like horribly done across the board. And then Wonder Woman, like, I posted well, this on my website, like, it got really good critics, I mean, really good reviews. Well, Wonder the- Woman, um, from an uh, artistic standpoint, looked really good. I can't, I can't say it didn't look nice. It looked really nice. The whole, the whole thing through, though. The sets looked really nice. Mm-hmm. I can't say it wasn't artistically ni- nice, but storyline, uh, no. Like to me, I think lo- there's a lot of lazy writing there and lazy directing there. Yes. Um, I'm not sure if you know this, Keith, but like in the in the um, second Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman '84, the right. writing team is way different. So the, the di- director is Patty Jenkins. Right. So it's very interesting. So Patty Jenkins directed the first Wonder Woman. And I think she did a pretty a decent job. Yeah, but she had she was not responsible for the story uh-huh. and not responsible for the screenplay. They brought in like a whole new different right. They they brought in a very good writing team. And get this, after doing such a great job on the first one, she wasn't given an opportunity to direct another movie. Oh wow! Another big blockbuster movie. She she directed two episodes for a TV show and a short. That's really? it. Really, that's it. During before Wonder Woman eighty four. Right. So Wonder Woman eighty four. That's her next feature. So you think, why would they not trust her? Yeah. So I think the studio knows something. So she was given this opportunity again, and then she was given the opportunity now to create the story and then write the screenplay. So this is her now. Oh, okay. She, she can't write a story to save her life. Then. Yeah. Too many, too, many, too many loopholes, too many plot holes, too many things that didn't make sense. Yeah. Like, uh, what, you want to list any of them? Okay. Does the Smithsonian actually have a working airport? I don't think it does. The, uh, and why and, and, and are any of the planes actually workable in the Smithsonian? No, I don't think they are. They're not. I don't think they're filled up and ready to go. Well, yeah. not, I, okay, that's good and fine. But would any of the electronics actually work inside the? No, I, I think most of the time they're all yeah, disconnected. They're just props, huh? Yeah, they're just props. A lot of them are just fake. They're all like just facades. Yeah, yeah. Most of them don't work. Um, the wheels don't even turn a lot of times. Okay, here's another yeah. thing. Just because you, you're a pilot, but you got to figure, he's a World War II pilot. Yeah. That's a propeller aircraft, which is so much different from a jet fighter. 
Was he a World War Two, World War One pilot? He was, he was World. Was he World War One? That's World War One. Okay, if he was a World War One pilot, that's even worse. <laughs> yeah, that's so. Um, you're oh my going God. from you're going from preparing airplane to a jet plane. How yeah. would he know how to fly? It? Yeah. The 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 the, how, the panels, everything would be totally different. Oh my God! Yeah, you're right. Jeez, I didn't even catch that one. Holy crap! <laughs> I, I mean, sure, you might be able to figure some of it, like like the autometer and the. Was it World War One? World it, was, War it, World, it doesn't matter either way. It, e- either way, it, the the technology would have been so much different. That I don't know. If I forgot been, which one, which war it was. Right. I think it was World War Two because it wasn't Hitler. Was there Hitler in there? I think it was Hitler. I forgot. I don't remember. Oh, I got to go back and watch it. Yeah, because it, it, World War, Wonder Woman. What? I mean, either one, like you said. Yeah, it either really one. doesn't matter. Yeah. Either one, because there was no jet fighters in. Yeah. In either war, and he knew how to. But there was Hitler. Uh, yeah. There was like a Hitler. There was like a everything, and yeah. there. But it was very low scale. It was very. I think think they were just coming to to prop technology. Right? Yeah. I mean, propeller technology. They're just beginning just, to get off of it. Yeah. Just get, yeah. They were still doing the Hindenburg crap back then yeah. too, right? Everybody was was a. Uh, f- Flying through um, those hot air, not hot air, but those, those other things. Yeah, so, so like, uh, but anyway, that's a big hole there. I, I had a problem with the lasso, like how it could lasso an airplane from, you know, those, uh, I think she lasted a 747 or 737 or something up there. Yeah, it was, it was a big airplane. They, they fly at 25, 34,000 feet, 40 something thousand feet. Yeah, around there. Yeah. And she, her lasso's like that long. <laughs> that's I mean, I now, guess it's comic book possible. I mean, the last of truth being a magical yeah. item and all that, but just the physics of it, I don't know how that would work. I think the, you know, and, and I'll, I'll tell this, I'll tell this to the whole audience, it's okay to put those things in a script or a movie, you just have to explain it. And they didn't do any of that explaining. Now, what I want to know was how that first, the whole first um I guess it was a flashback, or what was it? A flashback to her, like when she was a child. Right, 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 right. How did that apply to the entire movie? Uh, I don't think it really did. But that was there for nothing. Yeah, that was. Yeah, I couldn't figure out what that had to do with the movie. Yeah, because she had cheated. Yeah. So with the with the lesson learned that you can't cheat or in something, life or in something. Life I don't know. So she can't get back Steve Trevor because that would be yes. cheating. That's a really far stretch. Yeah. You know, that, that's what I'm getting, but that's really not made clear. Yeah, that's horrible. That is a director's fault. That's also a bad script. Yeah, you know, I mean, that's where I'm going with it. But yeah, that's really a stretch. And then there's also the 15 hour plus jet jet plane ride from, I'm guessing New York to the Middle East without refueling. Yeah, were they in New York or Chicago? I think they're in New York. New York? I don't forgot. Was that New York? Yeah, it was, I think New, it was York. New York. It was New York. Yeah. It had to be New York because... I think it's Chicago. Yeah, yeah. I think you're right, though. Because it had to be New York because that's where she lives, New York. Yeah. No, they're in D.C. Are they in D.C.? The Smithsonian. Oh, yeah. That's right. They're in D.C. Well, either way, it's still... Yeah, a, either way, yeah. It's you're a you're going really, from... really long plane ride. Yeah. Even if you're going Mach 3 on a, in a jet. Yeah, it's going to still take a while, and you run out of gas real, real quick. Real quickly, and that, air, that airplane didn't have like fuel tanks on top of it. No, nope, plus really. that airplane's not not equipped. It, well, it can't make it can't fly that far. No, it's not, not made not that to far. fly that. The far. range on that airplane is not that far. That's a that's actually a real fighter jet. Yeah, well, it's not a fighter jet. I think that's a, you know. But I, I do know that plane, and I do I do know that jet planes just don't they can't fly that far. No. not without refueling. They'd have to refuel several times. Yep, and there is no way that they're going to refuel that plane. Yeah. 
a lot of times the, the Smithsonian would have painted over that cap, yeah. the, the, the fuel tank cap. That's what they do when they restore planes. And, right? and, and then again, he would never ha- wouldn't know how to refuel anyway because yeah. he's a World War II pilot. Yeah. So I want to like uh, tell people that you know we're being a little more critical on things here, but the reason why it sucked is that when um, you start having all of these holes, plot holes or logical loopholes, you start going on a treasure treasure hunt of finding like holes, and, and it just gives you a reason you know, to check out of this fictional world. And that's what happened. The minute you check out of this fictional world... You can't you, enjoy it. You, yeah, you can't enjoy it. And it's different for every people. You know, even my mom was like saying, that can't happen, that can't happen. Yeah. And then what? The instantaneous trip from the Middle East back to New York? Yeah. Or D.C. or wherever the heck they were? Yeah. I mean, it was instantaneous. Like, we'll be right there. And we're like, weren't they in the... It was like the, the Middle ne- East, because she, she had called up Barbara to yeah. say, "Hey, um, this is where you know to go." Yeah. Like that. And she said, "Oh, should we, we found a, we found this guy," and then she, she went to go meet that guy. Yeah, and they we'll, were there. We'll, yeah, we'll, we'll meet you there. Yeah, we'll meet you there. And then literally, it's like, literally, it's like wow, she's like around the corner, and they're like halfway <laughs> across the world. Yeah, and they and they got there before her. And then she she goes, "Well, that was fast." Yeah, and that's the explanation. <laughs> that, that right there is the explanation when it comes to writing. Like, no, you can't do that. You're no. like, that's that's really. I'm sorry, bad Wonder Woman does not have the ability to teleport. Not yet, anyway. I don't think. Yeah. But then again, the way they're doing this, Wonder Woman, they keep giving her more powers. Yeah, that's oh boy. Oh man. I mean, uh, she's one of the most power-growing characters I've seen introduced yet. Her, her powers just keep changing. So that thing where she clashes her wrist together, that's not a Wonder Woman, Woman power in the comics. Yes, at I know all. that. That is completely made up. Yep. It's not a bad power. No, it's not. But it, it's completely made up, and they're you know you know what it you know what it was though. It's kind of like it, like all of her moves seem kind of the same. Yeah. It's kind of like I've seen this all before. Like it, I mean, it was really cool to see them over in um I think Superman versus Batman. Yeah. It's like wow. But it's almost the same thing done over and over again. You know, in the the next Wonder Woman, they start playing that music. Gal Gadot, she looks at the camera. She has her yeah, her, right, right, her right, thing right. and the sword, and she cocks her head to the right and looks cute, right? right. And then she goes, ah, no, 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 and then yeah, she right, runs right, toward right, it right. like that. Oh, the karate chop running! Oh, I gotta talk about that. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! You, you yeah. know, so one thing that really uh, so uh, one thing that really irritated me was the way way uh, Wonder Woman ran, and she used this like, who the hell runs that way? It's like. Karate chopping, you know. When they say karate, it's karate. So how the correct way to say karate is karate. Yeah. So uh, yeah, so she's doing this karate chop running. Yeah. And no one in their right mind, or anyone who's really out of shape, runs like that, or just really not well coordinated, just runs like that. Like no, or just have the hands to the side, not like in front of them at diagonal thing. No. And when you do it with slow motion, it's like, oh my god, like really, you're not athletic at all. Now Gal Gadot, I don't think she runs like that. Gal Gadot is really athletic. I mean, she was a combat trainer in the Israeli army. And that's why when you see her throw a punch... It looks like it hurts. Yeah, and I'm, I wouldn't want to get hit by Gal Gadot. I, mean, I bet she can hit, you know, get thrown, throw a punch. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I mean, I bet she knows how to throw and everything like that and how to choke and everything. You know, I mean, imagine that, Gal Gadot, a combat trainer. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, oh my God. I mean, it might not hurt as much as getting hit by a 300-pound guy, but it's going to hurt. Oh, yeah. I mean, she can choke you out. Yeah, and she'll know where to hit you. Yeah. 
So she's a combat trainer. She'll hit you in the weak spot. I mean, she's a legit combat trainer. I don't think any other actor can actually say that. She worked. She that was her job in the Israeli army. She, imagine that. She has to be that good to be a combat trainer to, to train people yeah. to fight terrorists. Because over there in Israel, they are fighting terrorists all the time. The Palestinian the PLO. Yeah, they, and they've everything been like on that. Uh, what third, seventy year war or something. Yeah, it's a war. Like I mean, yeah, the, the have, war never ended for them. They're still at war with them. Um, yeah, the Palestinians over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah the, the the PLO terrorists over there. And then while, while she was young, that's what she did. She trained soldiers to fight them. And, uh, yeah, like, from what I've read, they said that, yeah, she could really fight. So I would not want to, like, you know, cross paths with her. But then, anyway, with that being said, like, uh, she, um, Patty Jenkins is uh, slated. They greenlit Wonder Woman 3, by the way. And really? Patty Jenkins is going to be directing Wonder Woman 3. <laughs> like, okay. Okay, I don't have a problem with her directing. She, she can direct. Yeah. Just don't let her write the script. She can't write for beans if she wrote the script. She couldn't write to save her life because um, with the amount of loopholes and just holes in general in that, that storyline. Bad. It's bad. <laughs> it's really bad. And if we're first saying it's almost as bad as... Um, I mean, if you're going hunting t- during a movie, that means you checked out. Yeah. And I kind of brought this up before, but Fat Man has a much more silly premise than Wonder Woman. Like, Wonder Woman is a kind of a... I think we're all, like, into comic books or, like, not even that that type of DC universe. We kind of know what kind of world, what kind of... what to expect with Wonder Woman. Fat Man goes really against Santa Claus lore, Christmas lore. But you don't check out and say, well, that can't happen. Yeah. You actually say, oh, this could happen if he actually lived. Yeah. Yeah. It's not not something that's unbelievable. yeah, kind of done in a realistic way that you could actually believe it. I mean, honest opinion. Like during the during Fat Man, did you check out of it and say start looking for po- holes in the in the script? Nope, I didn't. I didn't. I'm not sure if we've. I'm sure if we we can find some if we dig hard enough. But then, I, I really didn't. I didn't. The only thing that kind of threw me for a loop was like I said, Mrs. Claus. Yeah, that was yeah. the only thing that threw me for a loop. I was like, Yeah, who's she? Yeah. Is that supposed to be Mrs. Claus? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Other than that, that's the only thing that threw me from the roof that one. I would like to know, well, you know what would be interesting is the backstory of Mrs. Claus. Right. Right? I mean, what did, because Santa Claus is old. Yeah. So did he, like, you know, pick her up during the slavery times and all everything and rescue her? I mean, that would be very interesting. Yeah, especially that'll since. A, that would be a really, that would be a good prequel. Because if you could say, oh, you know, he, he fell in love with her during the Civil War. But then again. Yeah. Santa Claus predates the Civil War. Yeah, so he, and he already was married. Yeah, so maybe his other wife was there and they got killed and everything. Maybe it was something happened, you know? I mean, you could write something really yeah. interesting on why the current Mrs. Santa Claus is black. Yeah. And she's probably from Civil War times, right? She's probably really old. They should have put something in there. I mean, yeah. there's something really cool you could have there. Yeah, she might not be the original Mrs. Claus. Yeah, I mean, it can't be. Because, you know, Santa Claus is from, a, you know, not even from America. No. Right, a Scandinavian or right. something. Yeah, yep, and that's why Santa Claus could actually speak all of these different languages. Oh, yeah, right. He, okay. he he spoke every language on earth. Mm-hmm. But but that's what um, I think that's it for the two movies right there. Yeah, uh, we have another movie I want you to review though later on, Keith. That's the Superman, the Russian Superman one. Oh, the, oh, I want I actually wanted to watch it. Yeah, I have that. I there's that. It. There's that it. one, and another one that I want to watch was when Superman was raised by Darkseid. What? Yes, got that actually, one? I believe there is one that I don't know if they ever made it into a movie, but I thought they did. Wow. Superman was instead of crash landing on Earth, he, I think he crashed landing on Apocalypse. Whoa. 
and was raised by Darkseid. Wow. <laughs> yeah. There's also be... one where um, he was raised by the Waynes. <laughs> really? Yeah. So you he have... was raised by the Wayne, the, the Wayne family. So, so did he, he become the, Batman? He was the Batman Superman. He had he was Batman with superpowers. So he's dark. Oh, jeez. So there's actually a lot of different Supermans that are very interesting. Yeah. It ha- they have to make it that way because Superman is so perfect. Yeah. I mean, he's a, you know all-American hero. and He's it, not perfect. It, he lost his uncle, I mean, his dad. Yeah. But he's still, like, yeah. it's so hard to give him flaws. I mean, the way they wrote it. I mean. I mean, if you look at back in the old comics, after a while, the only way to stop Superman was kryptonite. Yeah. Uh, and it got kind of old, so they had to power him down. Yeah. If you went, okay, there's, as far as I know in comics, there's Golden Age, Silver Age, and the current age. Golden Age is when he was first created. Mm-hmm. Silver Age is when Superman was the most powerful. I mean, Earth moving, planet moving, nothing really? could stop him almost. Wow. And then there's this Golden Age where he, or not this current age or whatever, that he's more toned down, but he's still powerful. He's still considered the strongest superhero, but... Actually, that's actually debatable too. Some say Martian Manhunter is equal to him in power. It just depends. Hmm. Well, so now, well, I tell you what, we're going to take a break right now, and we'll be right back um, after these messages here from our sponsors. Oh, by the way, if you hear that gecko going, that's because we're taping outside. Yeah, <laughs> we're, we're out here by the back in my backyard next to the forest. So we're taping outside. What time is it now, Keith? About almost 9 o'clock. Almost 9 o'clock, and we're taping this podcast. And uh, But we'll be right back after this. Okay, everyone, we are we are back here. We're going to start talking about politics. Um, Keith and I are, are both conservatives. We both support Trump. Um, I'm sure if you listen to the podcast, you both you know about that already. Well, you know about my political view. And we have... Um, and our circle of friends, most of them are conservatives, right? Right. Or they were liberals who turned into conservatives, not because of us. No, nope, not because of us. Yep. So uh, anyway, right now today is January 4th, and the, the Georgia Senate race is coming on pretty soon. And people are, are already voting. And um, Trump had a rally today over there to get to encourage Republicans to go vote red. And again, Joe Biden had a rally over there to to encourage Democrats to vote blue. It's very interesting. So I took a look at the, I took a look at the the crowd size of both, and um, <laughs> at Joe Biden's rally, hardly anybody was there. So they had cars lined up, maybe two car, I think two rows deep, um, kind of like a little crescent shape around Joe Biden, and then people were, were outside of their cars and crowding next to the, I guess, the fence that would uh, allow them to get maybe within about ten feet of Joe Biden, maybe fifteen feet of Joe Biden. And um, there weren't many people be- in between them, too. Now, if they were to say, this is all for COVID, why would they let them crowd you know, the fence? Crowd anything. They would have to stay in their cars. Yeah, it's stupid, right? Because now you're in between the cars, and you're, you're more in a congested area. Yeah, and you're it, close together. Yeah, so it's purely for an optics point of view. Because if you say, hey, let's all, you know, let's, let's all get together, well, you can't fill that place that, they're, that they have. Yeah. You know, it's, it's purely for that reason. It's to make it look... It's an optical illusion. Yeah, it's all, and then all of the shots from there were these close-up podium zoom, zoom shots, and they never wanted to pan to the crowd. The only reason that I saw it is that when Joe Biden was, was walking up to the podium, all of a sudden the camera went a little wide, and it was like, wow, there's nobody there. Um, now, 
Contrast that to the uh, MAGA rally, which is for the two candidates. Donald Trump, that place was packed. And we're talking packed, 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 packed. More than any football stadium right now because, um, you know, again, football stadiums are not allowed to pack people right now. More than any basketball stadium or baseball stadium. More than any church. More than any church. And people were in there elbow to elbow, um, standing room only. And again, we're supposed to believe that the 81 million people, you know, they don't want to show up for Joe Biden's thing because of COVID, but they'll show up for a Black Lives Matter rally. Yeah. They'll show up to riot. They'll show up. To burn down Wendy's. Yeah, they'll show up to burn down Wendy's, you know, and, um, and Trump people, they'll show up, you know, because, you know, Trump is there or whoever, they, you know, whoever is, is there. They both are under the same rules over in Georgia re- regarding COVID. Yep. So it's a purely a ruse. So what's your opinion on this whole thing, Keith? Well, I have a feeling that they're go- the, both the Republicans are going to lose. It's going gonna, it's gonna to come down to the uh, mail-in ballots. And they're going to steal that election as well. Yeah. It's plain and simple. You can already see it being done. Mm-hmm. Um, they're already talking about the mail-in ballots and how, how, how the, they're, getting these, they're, they're getting all these mail-in ballots and it's mostly for the Democrats. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're getting tons of mail-in ballots. And um, I think there is like so, so many, I think mil- in the millions it of range. Millions. Millions. And many of them are out of state. And how, many, how many people are, live in Georgia? Yeah, that's right. It's supposed to be a Georgia election. That means yeah. people who live in Georgia are supposed to be the ones making votes. Not anybody outside of Georgia. Only Georgians. It's it it, it does, something does not seem right there. I have a lot of friends who are in Georgia, and they're all Trump supporters. They're rabid. I mean, Georgia is rabid Trump supporters. I mean, <laughs> Trump had how many rallies down there? Then there's like tons of people out there. And yeah, he's, he still lost Georgia. Yeah. Which made absolutely no sense. Absolutely none. And uh, June 6th, uh, January 6th, deadline is coming up very quickly. Yeah. So we're not sure what's going to happen. I mean, it doesn't look good. It doesn't look at it. Uh, yeah. They, they stolen this election, and I, I, I think they're going to they're gonna steal more of our rights as time goes on. That's kind of scary. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we were talking about this before. Uh, right now, they consider COVID an existential threat. So under the umbrella of the title of uh, existential threat, they've taken away, they've taken away a lot of our rights. Yep. Our you know First Amendment rights, our freedom of speech. Like We're we not allowed to congregate at a church. Yeah. That that's in the constitutional. That's freedom rights. of religion. Freedom of religion. Yeah. If you're going to church, you can't go. Yeah. Yet you can go to a porn. Yeah, you can go to a porn place, or you can yeah, go whatever you, you want. You can to go. get a hooker uh, over there in California. It's you can get a hooker and. It's, you can actually kiss them and have sex with them, but uh, it, they're God really... God forbid you go to church. Yeah, yeah. God forbid you go to church to sing a gospel. Like, yeah. you know, that's 100% illegal. Um, if you go on a date over there in, uh, I think in, in California, or I think in um, San Francisco, um, they, they want you to always wear a mask, mask no hand-holding or no kissing. <laughs> like that. Oh, but you can sleep with them. Yeah. So, so it's okay. <laughs> it's like first night, first night... A one night stand is okay, but you know, God forbid you um, you actually just want to hold their hand. <laughs> God yep. forbid you want to be a gentleman of some sort. Yep. You know, <laughs> like they're, they're they're not like that. You know, <laughs> but um, this is where we're at right now. Uh, I guess in our the state of our country, um, global warming they consider an existential threat. 
And uh, what will they do under that umbrella? Like taxes to death. They're yeah. going to pass the new green deal. They're going to say, we're going to give you a carbon tax. Tax all your carbon footprint, your whole carbon footprint. Drivers all broke. Oh, yeah. Nobody can afford their carbon tax. Hopefully, when it gets to that point, all the, all the um, lemmings will wake up. There's a lot of lemmings out there, though. They haven't woken up for a lot of the stuff. Yeah, my family included. <laughs> yeah. You know what's interesting here is that if we were to believe that Joe Biden won the election, right. and Democrats, like Republicans, are lemmings, and you, right. you follow, they're very tribalistic in their thinking. Right. So if you're going to vote for Trump, you're going to vote down ticket red. If you're going to vote for Joe Biden, you vote down ticket blue. blue. Yeah. Apparently, Joe Biden, there's a lot of ballots out there, the just, vast majority yeah, is for Joe, Joe Biden. Biden. Yeah, and that's it, just Joe Biden. Who, which Democrat will say, I want to know a Democrat who just voted for Joe Biden and not down ticket blue. Yeah. Right? I want to know a Republican who voted for Joe Biden. I know there's some of them idi- idiots out there. Oh, yeah. You got to figure out the mark on the, they used to um, fill it out, too. It was a yeah. circle. It's oh. not a circle, right? It's supposed to be a square. Yeah. And obviously, it's not put in correctly and should not count. Yeah. It's just, uh, there's just so many shenanigans around there. I, I'm still very, um, oh, today, by the way. Uh, <laughs> so Trump had his phone call that, that he had, a teleconference call that he had with, with the, the Secretary of State for Georgia. And it comes to be that the Secretary of State in Georgia, who's a Republican, who was an, who was an anti-Trumper, released that audio to the Washington Post. The Washington Post sliced and diced it up to make Donald Trump look like as though he was a mob boss trying to get them to find 11,000-something votes so right. he could win. And that line was taken out of context. Taken, I mean, I listened to the whole thing. Washington Post did post the entire thing. But again, what, the, you know, what people are not going to listen to the whole no, hour no. and a half conversation. Um, I did. And Donald Trump was just out there saying he's just looking for 11,000-something votes to win. And then he said, but we got more. There's 300,000 votes. And they cut it out. Yeah. Now, out of this thing, out of this, um, this statement that was taken out of context, now the Democrats, they're encouraging the FBI to open up an investigation to get Donald Trump out of office. Now, <laughs> it's January 6th. It's right around the corner. Yeah. They may get him out already through that, but they can't wait. They want to just you know, prosecute him even more for election fraud or something like that. When they all should be in jail for election fraud because this, this whole freaking election was a hoax. But how can the Democrats, you know, pressure to open up an investigation based upon that? It's so small. Like, it's almost like you listen to it and there's nothing there. Yeah. I mean, it is literally a statement taken out of context, you know, uh, and, and those are, it's never accurate. That's what Washington Post did. And then you look at all the proof that we have that, look, this whole election was a fraud. But yet they won't, won't, won't look into it. They say, yeah. oh, no, there's nothing to see here. Yeah. Obey. The- yeah, exactly. The dead people voting. Yes. Right? You know, Will Smith's great-grandfather is voting in elections right now. You can't look in it, right? Yeah. Like, we, you can't investigate the machine that's behind all of this. Right? When I say machine, I don't literally mean a machine, but I'm, I'm talking about like a kingpin. Yeah. The kingpin character, right? A Lex Luthor character that's behind all of this. So, you know, it's very frustrating to me, again, to see, <laughs> you know, Democrats willing to prosecute or send Trump to jail over pretty much another perfect phone call. It's like the Ukraine deal. It's over nothing 
for three years they lied to you about the Russian hoax, then they, they lied to you about the Ukraine call, and now they're going to they're lying to you about this. And um, they don't want to investigate real crimes. Nothing. Yep. The Bidens, nothing. Real oh, crimes. they really don't want to investigate the Bidens. Oh, look, we got we 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 hoodwinked the American populace into thinking Biden is a good president. More like stole it, but not really hoodwinked. Well, even the the sexual allegations of him. Oh yeah. I mean, the, the part where the what I kind think, of pervert would go around smelling other women's hair? Exactly. I'm the, sorry. The women's their allegations said that Biden came up to them, approached them from behind, and and rubbed his nose in their hair and smelled them. We've seen that on camera. Yep. And then the press says, "Oh, there's nothing to see there." Yeah, he's just very affectionate. I mean, what if I came over there and did that to your wife? You know, you say, "Whoa, what?" The, I probably get or, punched or your in the kid because she does. He does it to kids. He does that to the, yeah. What if I came over to your house and, and smelled your daughter's hair? I'll get punched. In, you punch me in the face. Yeah, rub your hands through through her, their hair and touching their ears and whatnot. Yeah, that is weird. That is just weird. And and it's caught on, and it's actually on tape. They have actually on tape him doing those things. Multiple times. Multiple times. And and the kids are all like very uncomfortable. You can see it on their face. There is one video which I was trying to find on YouTube. Um, she's I think she's a teenager and he goes up to her and he puts his hand right under her chin as though he's gonna kiss her. Really? Yeah, oh, but, yeah, and did this, right? Yeah, yeah, he does this kind of this thing and then she she jerks her head away yeah. and then he does it trying to does it does it again and she jerks her head away again, she steps away from him. Because it's like, whoa, you know, who you're the hell be, yeah, you're invading my private space. Yeah, what the like, hell are you, you doing? Don't, you don't walk up to a girl and put your you know, your your hand right under their chin. It looked as though it was a kissing move. Yeah. And she she jerked her head back and said, Whoa, I don't like that. Yeah. Right? That video was taken off YouTube. I can't find it anymore. You, you saw that one, right? I saw that one. Yeah. So, that's Well, you got to figure that YouTube, has been t- YouTube, Facebook, they have been taking down all these posts that go against the president, go against the lines of uh, the elections are stolen. Everything that has to do with election fraud and whatnot, they've been taken down off the... Yeah. If Trump just says hello, they'll say... You know, your fraud check, you know, the election has been decided and all that, you know, and everything like that. And the the claims of this is total BS. And and if you really, and, um, you know, I talked about this on yesterday's podcast, but it's it's interesting because, you know, if you, to get to the bottom of all these, like, um, shenanigans, it it takes more than just internet research. Oh, yeah. You have to take a look into the details. And maybe what we believe may be false. Could be. It could be. But it... You should have the opportunity to have the conversation whether or not it's false or not. Exactly. What's the what's the harm of letting it go to trial? Yeah. Due process. Due process. And you anybody else? If it was heck, man. If it was for a murder investigation, there'd be a trial already. Yeah. You have over a hundred thousand. You have over a thousand witnesses saying that this thing was yeah a fraud, and yet nothing. Yeah. You got that many. You got. Two witnesses, one witness, that's enough to send it to court for murder or anything else. Yeah. So why, why can't? Why isn't this 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 um, one election being sent to court? Yeah. I mean, people have been sent to the electric chair based upon one eyewitness. One eyewitness can send someone to the electric chair. You can you can send someone to death based on circumstantial eyewitness testimony. And uh, now we have more than one eyewitness. You have thousands, and you can't even go to court. I, I just don't understand that. Yeah, you have signed affidavits. They keep saying, there is no yeah. proof. Signed affidavit is proof. Yep. 
That is proof. That's that's really good proof, actually. Yeah. In fact, that sometimes that's that's better than. Also, there's forensic data. Yeah. There's actually forensic data of voting. Voting possible. Yep. What I find interesting is that Dominion doesn't want to give up their algorithm. They they don't want their algorithm to be out there so it can be open source, so it can be, be criticized. And 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 that's what I, I want to know why 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 did they keep it a secret? Yes, because it's made for cheating. Exactly. It's you know, if they just made it open source and just say here here's the algorithm here's the, here's the algorithm that we have what we use here's what's in the Dominion machines here they are. Here are the loggings, except they're actually erasing a lot of these things. Like of course not. They, don't, they, want, yeah. they want to erase the tracks that, that show that they were cheated. They want Biden in. And that's the only way to keep them in is to erase all, all, all evidence of the cheating. Yep. But even then, it's a computer system. How can you erase all, all evidence? So what you have here with these Dominion um, machines is that you have a... The, when, when a vote goes into there... Um, if, if for some reason the vote is what they, what they call unreadable or for some reason it, uh, it, the machine says there's something wrong with it, it goes into an uh, adjudicated folder. Yep. An adjudicated ballot means, well, something needs to be fixed or you have to take a look at it. And then these votes can then be moved and the, you, you can change it. So if it, went, if it went for Trump, you can change it to Biden. Anything that's in the adjudicated folder. Now, when you do that, there is a log that is created that these votes were changed to this or modified with that. In this folder, those files have all been deleted. <laughs> so, and for the fact that sixty-eight percent of the votes that went into this, these Dominion machines were were um, adjudicated, <laughs> and then there were we don't know if they were changed or not. Maybe they weren't. But, but then the question is, why did you why did you delete the files? So you can't tell. You can't tell what the hell happened. And the percentage of votes that go into the adjudicated thing, I think it's like put, it's supposed to be point zero one percent. It's sixty eight percent with these Dominion machines. That's because there's all the fake, um, yeah, mail in ballots. Yeah, because you figure, if if it's that circle, it was that machine circle that that those would be would not be readable. Those would not be considered. Yeah. Um, Could yeah. Legal votes because it's not filled out correct. And then the original ballots are also destroyed yeah. too. So you can't go back there and say, hey, here's what's going on here. And even then, so too, more so the, the ballot mail-in ballots, they've been separated from their, their envelopes that yeah. they came in. So or you, some of them didn't even have envelopes. Yeah, yeah, they, they came in through trash bags yeah. and everything like that. So something is going on. Heck, man, they have on a video where they're pulling out suitcases, literal suitcases of mail-in ballots yeah. out from under the table to count after everybody went home. So what their originally their original story was that there was a flooding that happened over yeah. there in the center, which like you know never happened. And there's flooding that happens everywhere all yeah. the time. There's probably flooding that happen outside your supermarket you work at, probably right. And then you didn't close down your shop, mm-hmm. right? I mean there's 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 flooding that happens everywhere. Right? Oh yeah, here in whole, here, here where we live, right? There's floodings that happen everywhere because of because of we live in a very rainy area, yeah. right? So, uh, but they don't close down any any of the stores because of it. I don't remember any of it. So, nope. it, yeah, man, it was raining in our store once, and we still kept it open. Yeah, so they can't they can't actually tally ballots. Well, they could actually. Yeah, they could, they, and, they, and they, they did. They did, right? Illegally. And, yeah, and they kicked everyone out. Yeah, so you're supposed to have observ- observers there. When you're yeah, two you're, sides, you're two the, sides, the Republican and Democratic um, observer, they're supposed to be there to observe each ballot. And you know what's and the worst part about it? 
those observers in that Fulton, in that um, that Staples Center, or they whatever it was. Out. No, when they even before then, they were like over there in the corner. Yeah, they were like sixty feet away. You can't, you can't observe, observe anything. anything. Yeah, you know, that's like being like, <laughs> like in the nosebleed section in a football of game. a football game and yeah. saying, "I'm going to go call the plays." Right, you know, or a referee. If a referee was in the nosebleed section and say, "Hey, you can referee from up there," you know, no, these observers are, are supposed to be the referees. They're supposed to keep you in check. They're supposed to make sure everything is legal and legit. Yeah, they're supposed to look at the ballot, say, "Okay, that's good, that's good." Okay, put it in. So, in case of what you don't know is that when, say, for example, when an ab- an absentee ballot or say something a, a military ballot comes out from overseas. Um, they are not in the format that is supposed to be read from the Dominion machine, so it has to be translated. So in this case, say, for example, if I was in the military in the Middle East and I sent in my um, ballot to the Georgia County, uh, when they open up the ballot, there would have to be Republican and Democrat there, and then it would be translated into a Dominion um, you know, or, or, or a regular ballot sheet. Yeah. The Republican would say, that's, that looks okay. Democrats say, that's okay, and they scan it right there. And then they actually check the signature. Yep, they check the signature. And the Republican Democrats say, yep, that looks all okay. It's been translated okay. And they also put a stamp or a signature on there. Well, none of that happened. They just ripped it open, and one person said, yeah, I'll just translate it for you with nobody watching. Yeah. Yeah. That doesn't seem very well, let's, let's And let's, at the same time, run all these multiple times. And they were saying that Joe Biden won more of the military vote than any other Democrat. Yeah. I don't believe that for one bit. No, none of the military wanted to vote for Biden. Yeah. They're, he's anti-military. Yeah. Why would they vote for somebody who's going to take their jobs away? Trump, Trump, you know, got the military out of the war and got them paid more. Yeah. I think most people I know who are military, I would think they love all Trump. of them, they love Trump. And, I mean, if you just take this, I mean, I know here in Hawaii, we know a lot of military people. Because we have what, what four, or five military bases here. Something like that, yeah. Uh, you know, we we have, we're always surrounded by military, and they're always pro-Trump. Yeah, you know, we're my MAGA hat on the outside. Yeah, I'll get a honk from a military guy, right? Um, it's uh, I don't know how, I don't, I don't know why a military person would ever would ever vote for Joe Biden. I'm sure there's even some. the police force, the whole police force. Yeah, they they they, they say Joe Biden's policies will get us killed. Yeah. Why would why would they vote for you Joe Biden? All of these police forces, all of these unions, all of these um they even had governors over there in Minnesota who are Democrat and they all went for Trump. Yeah. I don't see how yeah, if if his endorsements go up, yeah. Everything goes up, how can Trump lose? I I just don't understand that. It just doesn't make any sense to me. That's because there's more votes than there are supposed to be yeah. in that county. And there's every single county that mattered that he lost there was more votes than there were supposed to be you gotta figure you know, how many people live in that state and how many votes were there yeah i would really like to see the the county breakdown right now because joe biden had won half as many counties as obama yeah and got 20 million more votes oh yeah that doesn't make sense to me like which counties contributed to the 20 million votes and, and you got to compare the crowd size obama versus biden oh yeah Obama had huge crowds, almost as big as Trump's. Yeah. Biden has nothing. Biden is nothing. Yeah. He stands for nothing. Yeah. 
he almost didn't win his Democratic Party nomination. Yeah, he wins by a landslide. Uh, yeah, no. His own the own party didn't want Kamala Harris to be in there either. Yeah, they they did not want her. So her own party doesn't like Kamala Harris. His own party they weren't very excited about Joe Biden. Yep. Um, even Obama didn't want to back um, Biden originally. Yeah. In fact, even when even when Obama was campaigning for Joe Biden, he couldn't gather a crowd. Yeah. You know, they kept saying COVID, COVID, COVID. There was one where he was on the sidewalk one time I saw. He could not gather a crowd, garner any crowd. Who, Obama? Obama, yeah. He had maybe about 12 people around him. That was kind of, there's no, there's no cars or no nothing. He said, oh, I'm going to be here. Hardly anyone came down. Well, you figure he has a freaking bad rap already. Yeah. He did such a bad job as president, yet he will keep going, oh, he's, he's, he's going to change things for us. Change things for the worse. Yeah. Yep. I can't think of one good thing Obama did. People say Obamacare, yeah, but that was a travesty. Yeah, and under um, Trump, he actually changed it and made it better. You know, he made it a, a lot better. I remember during, you know, Obamacare was like, you know, I don't want to pay for insurance at that time because my business wasn't doing good. Yeah. So I didn't have insurance at that time. I just paid as I go. Paid right. it. It's still kind of risky. But then under Obama, I had to pay, you know, that fee that 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 fee every year and i was like geez and you know i thought it'd be my decision not to get insurance you know right they, they, they can't legally say you have to buy something yeah just, it's not legal it's illegal to force someone to buy anything in fact it's illegal for them to force us to wear a face mask it is i mean here's the funny thing i think the democrats compared it to buying a car they said when you buy a car um you're forced to buy insurance and i says well no, that, it's that, your choice to buy a car yes yeah, my, my choice like like if i'm living I don't have to buy car insurance. I can say, well, I can't afford car insurance, so that, therefore, I don't going to buy a car, yeah. right? I'm just living, and I need to buy insurance. That's not right. No. You know, I'm just going to live, right? <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> that doesn't make any sense to me. You know, for the fact that I'm breathing, I have to pay for something now. That That is not American. Not, but, not, um, none whatsoever. It is, it is very socialist. Very, very socialist. But here's the thing, like, you know, with the, the, the Democrats, I'm not sure what their end, end game is, if it's just to enrich themselves or is to push, you know, towards more communist things. I mean, I, I, think it's a, I think it's more so to enrich themselves. I don't know, man. I, I, would, like to, I would like to say, yes, they're doing it just to enrich yeah. themselves, but they're, they're, the, the amount they're throwing us up the river to do it really doesn't make sense. Yeah, can't disagree with that. I mean, they're we're really turning into China. No, China's loving us because they're making billions off of us. Yeah. So today in the news, um, I'm not sure if you heard about this, but China, uh, China came out and said under Joe Biden, relations with China would go back to, to normal. What was normal before Trump? Well, everything was made and manufactured in China. All the manufacturing jobs went to China. Uh, China was, like, um, manipulating their currency. Um, they were, like, uh, getting spy technology. Yep. Uh, I mean, all of our technology, they basically got... They basically stole all our they technology. They stole it all. They stole it all. Yep, if it's made in China, it's ours now. Yep. Everything, they stole everything. <laughs> as long as it's made in China, it's their, it's their intellectual property now. Yeah, I had this uh, interesting conversation with this uh, Chinese woman, yeah. and um, she was like, I think our age, and she's an entrepreneur. She owns a bake shop there. Right. And then she started saying, we started to get into this conversation about the iPhone, right. and I says, well, you know, China, like, 
they stole the, the tech information about the iPhone, the manufacturing stuff, and then they um, they made up even a fake all these fake iPhones, even a fake iPhone store there. And she said, "Well, that's just the way business is done. That's called capitalism." No, that's called stealing. <laughs> yeah, and it's so hard. Like she got this huge fight online and saying that no, that's what capitalism is. No, it's not. Yeah, she could not understand it. So they're brainwashed. Yep. I mean, they're really, really brainwashed there. I, I mean, we're talking like the, the communist government has done a good job of brainwashing, you know, generations of people there. Oh yeah. And even even our other friend, right? You know, she she kind of like you know totally pro China too, right? I mean, we don't want to say her name on here, but she's from China. Yeah, she's right? actually an anti-Semite. <laughs> yeah, anti-Semite and pro-China. <laughs> And we have another guy too who's from Hawaii who moved to China and is completely bought into the communist thing. Yeah, oh, yeah. We don't want to say his name, but that guy's a trip. Very much so. And it's all for, per- you know what? It's all for personal benefit because they can't make it here. Yeah. They can't make it in a capitalist society. So they have to go to a, you know, communism where they just give you the job and give you the job because, oh, you're an American. You may know something. Yeah. Right? So, uh Anyway, I think we'll end it right about here. Got anything, anything to add, Keith? Nope. Well, this is it for today's podcast, and thanks for <laughs> thanks for like tuning in. We'll catch you all later. Hopefully, we'll be barbecuing something. Yep. We're just sitting next to a barbecue um, machine now. We're not even that thing's not even on. Yeah, unfortunately, with the colder weather, it's kind of yeah it takes longer to cook too. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it does. All right, guys, we'll catch you later. Bye.